is the Mo and Go Podcast. A fun, fast-paced show that explores the ins and outs of the turf grass industry. From interns to superintendents, industry reporters to sales reps. All are welcome on the shortest shift of the work week. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to episode two of the Mow and Go podcast. I'm Alan Knight. I'm happy to be joined by Dr. Mike Mike Richardson from Arkansas. Doc, how are you? Couldn't be better, Al. How are you doing? I'm good, and I just kind of generalized you as Arkansas, but it's Arkansas State University, correct? Oh, you got well, that all screwed up already. It's the University of Arkansas. My bad. I wasn't trying to insult you. Is there Arkansas State University? <laughs> There is okay. actually over yet in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Yeah, so. I thought so, man. That just kind of slipped out wrong. I knew where you are. Uh, you're, you're a Razorback, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, while we're not going to go too deep into it, give everybody give everybody a uh, sense of who you are if they don't know, which I'm sure they do. But what do you do at the University of Arkansas? Well, I've uh, I've been here for 25 years, so I'm kind of getting to be one of the old guys around here. But I'm a professor in the horticulture department and. My area of uh, work is uh, all in turf grass management, turf grass science, and um, I do I do research. I um, train graduate students. I teach uh, undergraduate classes. Uh, of course, do a lot of you know extension work out with uh, the industry. But um, um, most of my work is uh, is is centered around my research program. And what kind of grasses are you dealing with out there mostly? Is it Bermudas, zoysias? Well, we pretty much can grow just about anything here. I mean, we're we're definitely a transition zone environment. And, you know, the northern half of the state uh, will have bent grass greens and tall fescue and bluegrass lawns. And then in the deep southern part of the state, it's uh, all Bermuda grass greens. And, and, and then you'll see centipedes and Augustine-type lawns. And then wow. grasses like Bermuda grass and zoysia grass are, are pretty, you know, adapted across the whole state and um you know it, it, it the, the one turf grass that's grown the most here is bermuda grass i mean a lot of a lot of bermuda grass fairways golf course turf uh, athletic fields lawns most most of it's bermuda grass but we, we can grow we can grow all of it that so i'm thinking about joe roberts i got to visit him at clemson and uh you need to get the door was that you or me no, I think I think something popped up on my. Uh, oh, okay, cool, cool. On, on my computer here, so sound like. See a, if I can turn the, the door. Turn button. the volume down. All good. Uh, so, Doctor Joe Roberts at the Clemson Extension. I visited him in Florence, the PD region. He obviously only has to test a couple of grasses. Are you testing all those grasses you just listed? As far uh, as yeah, your trials. You know, we- we do. I mean, we really, um, you know, it's, 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 you know, kind of what they always said about the transition zone uh, is that, you know, we can grow everything, but we can't grow anything very well. Um, and so it's a, it's a, it's a good place to, to do research because, you know, most of the grasses, really all the grasses we grow, you know, struggle with something, whether it's, you know, too, too cold in the winter for warm season grasses or right. heat and disease in the, in the summer for cool season grasses. So it's a, it's a stressful environment, which makes for a great environment to do, to do research in. And do, you, do you see certain chemicals reacting better, you know, with other grasses and, and 
certain times of the year the, of zoysia versus the Bermuda versus the centipede? Oh, no question. I mean, that's that's probably one of the biggest challenges with my job is is trying to you know, keep all that stuff straight because, I mean, there's things we can spray on Bermuda grass that we can't spray on centipede, and there's certainly things that we can spray on cool season grasses that we can't spray on warm season grasses. And so, you know, it's 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 always a challenge to just try to make sure that, you know, when people ask you questions, you don't tell them something that's right. completely wrong. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> I, I know that the soil temperature has some different, like, different uh, rates as far as, the coated pellets and how fast they release you know mm-hmm. um so the, the south recently had a really cold weather snap this was a couple of weeks ago and every superintendent i knew was extremely worried fretting you know just didn't know what they were going to do and did, did that same cold snap come through y'all uh, it did yeah we actually had a couple of days where we we actually got below zero here wow. and um and had you know four or five days of it so where it didn't get you know much about freezing so that's that's always a concern um and and so you know you know i uh, the good the good news is is that um you know I, wa- watching twitter I, I saw probably more um more people you know covering greens yeah. and, and doing things than i normally do each winter so so hopefully folks have have uh they finally figured out when we get these cold cold blasts, you 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 better get out there and get something done, or or you could could find yourself in a mess uh, come spring. So I will say, Columbia Country Club, where I play, does not have greens covers, and I play, and, mm. and obviously it started getting warmer after the fact in the sixties or seventies, and or not seventies, but up near you know middle sixties. And I was playing with a dog fight last Thursday night. And I look back in 16 fairway, and there's just a strange pattern, a green shape. And I looked at one of the guys, and I said, man, I wonder if that's disease. What, what's, and he goes, there was a big patch of leaves that had settled, settled there during that cold weather. And that, mm. that turf looks so good, which just kind of, I thought, showed me the, the value in a, a true greens cover or covers, period. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's, uh, we've, we've been working on, you know, using greens covers for, um, you know, protecting, you know, um, you know, ultra growth grains for, for a number of years. And, and you know, there's no question when you get, you know, up into this zone where you can get down into the low teens or, 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 or lower, um, you, you, you just about have to have some covers or, or you're going to eventually, you know, get, get, yeah. uh, get, get bit by it if you don't. I know a handful of supers in this area who have taken samples from each of the greens and kind of growing mm-hmm. them in the windows. You heard of yeah, that? That yeah, that's we recommend that all the time. It's um, you know if you if you're concerned about something like, like like winter kill, you know yeah, just pull some plugs and you know bring them into the office and sit them up in the window and um, you know See if they're fine, happens. they'll 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 recover pretty quickly. But you know if, if they don't recover after three or four weeks, then you probably gonna be looking at a, uh, at some issues come come spring. So is there any tips or tricks you can give them to? Make sure they get back to good health for growing season if they've gone through the cold. Well, I mean, if, if you've got winter kill, I mean, if you pull plugs and they don't recover, then, you know, you, you got to start thinking about, you know, okay, what, what are we going to do here? Are we going to resod or are we going to, you know, um, just let it grow for a while and see what happens? But so it's, you know, once the damage is done, you, you can't really, you know, recover from it. But, yeah. um, 
you know, w- one of the things that, you know, I think uh, t- a lot of times superintendents um, miss on a little bit is, is that they'll, they'll, you know, they may get through the winter in, in decent shape, or maybe they've got a little bit of injury, but um, when, when the Bermuda really starts greening up in the spring, the, the other thing I always, you know, uh, warn people about is 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 if you get hard frost after they green up yes uh and, and a lot of times guys you know it may only get down to 30 degrees or something and they they don't want to put the covers out but you know if, if if you're in the green up period and then and then you get um some you know frost on it especially a hard frost it can it can really set it back so i i, I definitely you know encourage people to um you know if they're going to get a hard frost to get the covers back out there, even if it's just for a night to, yeah. to kind of keep them where they are rather than you know, lose, losing ground um, right. as you know, from frost damage. So I certainly, I feel like I, you see some videos from guys who are drone with drones and they're creative and you, they'll sit there and do a time lapse and they do it smooth. Then you see the guys who are fighting wind and just like they're riding a bull sometimes, you know? Yeah, yeah, and that was you know that was a tough part of that cold snap we had back earlier. Is that you know the winds were really high everywhere, and I, yeah, there were a lot of people struggle with covers blowing up, and um, you know, and, and, and you know if they blow up, then you, you got the potential for some damage. You do have you ever put? Obviously, do you have covers there at your facility? <laughs> we do. Okay, yeah. and you've done that yourself. Yeah, we we cover them, and you know. Um, we, we, we don't, we're not, we're not immune to the wind either though. So they'll, you know, we have to keep an eye on them. If they, if they blow up, we got to go out there and get them pinned back down and, right. and try to try to keep them on top of there. So you born and raised in Arkansas? No, I, I was born and raised in Louisiana. So not too far from here, about, about five hours from here down in North Louisiana. Okay. Not on the bayou? No, I wasn't a Cajun, but, I uh, you. Um, but I, I like that country down there. Yeah, yeah. So GCSA, a conference and trade show coming up soon. You going to be there? I will be there. You teaching anything? Yes. Uh, I'm doing a um, kind of a um, – it's, it's more of a roundtable discussion uh, yeah. about uh, le- the labor issues in golf. Uh, okay. So I'm going to be involved in that. But I, I'm not teaching a, a full class this year. First time in a long time that I haven't done, done one. But um, – um, I decided to let some of the youngsters. Uh, I hear you. Get in, get in there and do their thing. Maybe you can enjoy it a little more this time. <laughs> you know, not saying maybe. you don't want to get enjoy it then either, but maybe get to relax a little more. Relax a little. Sitting a little more time by the pool, maybe in less time in the conference uh, center. Right, not adjusting the PowerPoint, just hanging out. So, mm-hmm. do you have a team at Turf Bowl? We don't. Okay. Um, you know, we have. Um, you know, we've had teams in the past, and we've actually been real competitive in the past. We've had four or five teams that have placed in the in the top ten over the last oh fifteen or so years. But you know, our our, our student numbers really collapsed about four years ago, mm-hmm. and um, we we got down to the point where we just didn't have enough students to do it. But um, right, we we've we've bumped back up now. We've got about uh, fourteen or fifteen students in the program right now, and so we're we're kind of already you know planning for next year to to to, to get back uh, involved with turf bowl and Good. um and get a team back in there so looking forward to that i know dr mcgraw always takes pride in it and uh, obviously the so my buddy jim huntoon is now professor uh, associate professor at or georgetown technical college and mm-hmm. they've won the last three carolinas 
GCSA turf bowls, the Ori Georgetown, uh, the mole crickets. And so that's right. When Jim first told me he was taking that job, I said, "You gotta, you know, turf bowl, my man, turf bowl." And he, he was he was talking about national. I said, "Don't worry about national yet. Let's just make sure you four <laughs> four peak or what have you." But um, it's pretty interesting because they don't do it's, it's like a Jeopardy game in the Carolinas, but down there at G, GI, well, not GIS Conference and Trade Show, uh, they have samples and they they are doing a little more intricate, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a it's a tough uh, it's a tough contest to to you know to be competitive and get up there in the top ten, yeah. um, you know, and, and kind of one of the things, and we're going to experience this too. You know, we get a team next year, and my guess is they won't do well the first time. And right. The the schools that do the best, and you know whether that's Penn State or Purdue or whoever, um, you know, you have to have some kids that that go take the test when they're sophomores, and then. And then the next year they do better when they're juniors. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe by the time they get to be seniors, um, they're ready to really, really compete. And that's, it's, it's no different than a, probably a college football team. If, you know, if you got a, yeah. you got a team full of freshmen, you're probably going to, you know, you know, uh, takes, take your lumps during the, uh, the first year. And you just take some time to, you know, get, get familiar with the test and what, what they're the kind of stuff they're going to, ask you so you can you can get a little bit better prepared oh uh, yeah i do remember something funny a couple of years ago it was a, uh, you know it's not large patch it's not is it small it's not small patch is it oh well large patch is a, a disease of uh, zoysi grass yeah. and, and some other species yeah well somebody referred they called it tiny patch or something like that it was somebody who definitely <laughs> didn't have to deal with it and their instructor was laughing about it but um <laughs> I've always thought to take an all-star team, this on the Carolina's GCSA level conference trade show, uh, you know, some of the big supers around the area and putting them up against the winning turf bowl team. And they have always said, no, 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 no. Do you think, <laughs> what if I, what if we got you and I'm just going to throw out some names, Frank Rossi, Jim Kearns and Kaminsky and put, put you as a team. Do you think y'all would just rock the competition or would it be a little, and I'm talking about no preparation. We're just putting y'all up there in the contest. <laughs> what do you, what do you think would happen? Yeah, I don't know if I'd agree to that because if we got beat, that right. would be uh, that's the problem. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. But, right, right. Um, we we probably do pretty good, but uh, you know, it, it's it's just like any any other occupation in this world. You, you, nobody's an expert on everything so yeah, you know yeah. there, there'd be there'd be a bunch of questions that i could absolutely you know ace right but you know they, they start asking me questions about mole crickets or something and i'd be like man i got no idea <laughs> i hear you I, <laughs> I don't even know if i can identify one so you don't have those <laughs> you don't have those there huh that's correct what about yes. mcgraw's annual bluegrass weevil do you have those there we don't we don't have that here either so well, I, what, i'd bomb that que question as well don't take this the wrong way then what are you working on up there over there uh, well you know it's interesting um we don't have a lot of entomology problems Good. so you know we, we we get some things like cut worms and side web worms and stuff on some of our greens but they're, they're pretty easy to control and, yeah occasionally see some grubs so they're they're relatively easy to control but you know we get a lot of disease problems here we're kind of like the carolinas you know we get you know lots of diseases on bent grass greens and bermuda yeah. grains and spring dead spot and large patch and stuff like that so we, we do a lot of work in those areas but uh, 
Yeah, fortunately, um, in, entomology hasn't been something I've had to I've had to learn in my career because we just we just don't have that many problems with them around here. That's good good for you, man. I you know I learn something <laughs> every day. I'm happy to say that. So, um, yeah. what if you could? Let's just. I mean, there is a transfer transfer portal in college and the NIL issues. What's your, are you a big fan of that when it comes to college football? Oh. I guess yes and no. I mean, I, I'm I'm happy that students or student athletes are able to, uh, you know, if they're if they're if they've got the talent or the, the you know the, the star power or whatever it is, marketability, yeah, you know, they can make some money off of off of their their hard work and they do work hard. Yeah. Um, so I'm 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 okay with that. It's um, you know, but it's it, it seems like it's got to be. There's going to have to be some kind of control put around it because it's it's going to get into a bidding war pretty fast uh, between yeah. between schools, and I, I don't know that that's good for college football. Um, and, and you know, the transfer uh, portal is, um, and again, it's you know what what I hope doesn't happen, Al, is uh, that we we end up with you know every year you don't have any idea who the players are on your team because it's True. you know it's a whole new whole new roster and it's i don't know that that's that's good that you don't end up having you know some consistency and some kids you can yeah you can cheer cheer for for three or four years because they're, they're only there for a year and then you have a whole whole crop of new ones do you, do you get to go to a bunch of football games there you know, I don't go as much as I used to. I think it's I, I just I'm, I'm getting older, and I don't like having to deal with the parking and getting into the stadium. But uh, I'll still go to a game or two every year. I used to I had season tickets for many many years and went to yeah. went to all of them. But uh, I, I don't go as too many games. And, I got you know, my my recliner and, and a cocktail is uh, yeah. is a nice way to watch a football game. It is. It's tough. The comforts of home are tough to beat. But I, I'm surprised <laughs> that you've been there 25 years because you are. What's what's your face cream routine? Because you are such a baby face. How have you what have you done all these years? <laughs> you, you have looked at me close enough, Al. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I well, have, but know, I, I, but I, I couldn't see straight that night. So, uh, well, that's yeah, that's a possibility as well. But uh, you know, one one of the things that I, I tell people all the time that um, I love about being a professor is that you know working with with eighteen, nineteen, twenty year old kids all the time um it's it, it does keep you young you kind of gotta you gotta stay on their game when it comes to you know music yeah. and you know the current trends and stuff like that so that, that probably helps a little bit uh, uh keeping you young i agree so it's it's uh but yeah it's i got i got what did steven tyler say in his songs that every time i look in the mirror these lines on my face uh, getting keep clear. getting clear yeah man that's the truth <laughs> all those lyrics are starting to come true it's a little scary but uh any hidden talents we don't know about doc talents that that i have yeah that nobody in the turf world knows i mean well that's a good question i saw that question and you sent me the email and i wasn't quite sure what you were asking about you know I mean, do you know how to you know, sew? Paul, Obviously, you know how to play guitar from the Paul Hurst video. Well, Paul Hurst is constantly trying to get me to play guitar on one of his videos, and I tell him <laughs> that there's no way I'm going to do that because the, I mean, my dogs don't mind my guitar playing, but not many other humans in the world would probably care to hear me play the guitar. So that's a, I don't know if that's a talent or just a hobby, but uh, you know, I, I'd say I'd say if there were talents. Uh, 
you don't know about, it would be that, you know, if I walked into a golf course shop and they said, we need you to go, you know, um, reshape a bunker, I could, mm-hmm. I could get on a, a mini X and, and, and hold my own. I hear you. Good for you. I could do the opposite. I could destroy a bunker. And with all effort of trying to reshape it, they would be like, no, 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 no. So, all right. I didn't know. So, young Mike Richardson, were you forced to take piano lessons or anything like that? Yeah. My mom made me take piano lessons. And then I got, I got involved in music a couple of ways. I was in, I was in the band for a number of years, played the trombone. Yeah. Um, and I was pretty, pretty decent trombonist and played in a jazz band, uh, for a while that, when I was in high school. And, and I also sang in the, in the choir at school and at church when I was younger and right. I enjoyed singing, but my, my voice is not very good anymore. I don't, I don't sing as much anymore, but, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I've always really liked music and, 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 you know, tinkered around with it but I, I'm, I'm i've never been really good at anything you know, I, musically i just enjoy it i can see you in a suit and a fedora in a smoky jazz room playing the trombone back there by the drum set man i really can't uh, it was a cool. maroon suit it was a maroon suit oh did you really play in jazz clubs <laughs> yeah, I did. oh I, I need a picture of this <laughs> if if you don't mind we'll, we'll try and get that out but. Uh, is there any pictures available of the maroon uh, said maroon I could, suit? I, could, I don't. I can. I can go back and dig around in the archives and see if I can come up with something. All right, I'll give you a little time <laughs> on that. So we're going to take a quick break and welcome in our sponsor from today, Right Line. Happy to be joined now by our sponsor of this episode with Right Line, Mr. Tim Zetch. Tim, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks, Alan. Good. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a sponsor on this episode. And you are the one of the co-owners of Rightline, correct? That's right. Yeah. Since, uh, yeah, we've owned it for about two and a half years now. Good for you. And, and you've had some growth over there at Rightline, I know. You've brought, uh, obviously, you already have Brian McLeod on board, but now you've got your brother, your twin brother, Carrie, and Rich uh, from Florida. Yeah, yeah. Rich McCreary just started uh, January one, so yeah, he's our newest guy on the team, and yeah, it's it's good to be growing. So I know I have some obviously some inside inside info dealing with you guys uh, for over a little over a year now, and uh, man, y'all are blowing it up, expanding. You've always had a good catalog of products, but now you're even expanding to that as well, correct? Yeah, that's right. We've grown the right line business to 15 key products, and some of those have a couple different market sizes. But yeah, this 2023 is going to be a big year for us. We have partnered with a couple third-party companies to represent some of their brands, and we're launching about a half a dozen more right line brands this year, too, on some really big opportunities the way we look at it. I think uh, we've got a chance to grow a lot more this year. All right, so before we get on on what's coming down the pipeline, uh, what's been your bread and butter? Would you call it Sulfancore, the ProHex? Well, we have done extremely well with sulfentrazone herbicides. We were one of the first ones in with a generic dismiss, if you will, straight sulfentrazone. And our game changer we launched a year and a half ago was Sulfancore. That's the premix of sulfentrazone and and Sencor or Metribuzin, okay. and 
that one has just been an absolute game changer on warm season turf grass mainly well it's mainly labeled for bermuda grass but for goose grass sedge and kalinga that one has just been a home run for us yeah and right behind that is sulfon southern that's a mix of sulfentrazone and imazethapir that one has just been an absolute bomber for us on a wider variety of warm season turf grasses and uh you know we just added saint augustine to that label and we really feel like well that's one of the reasons why i hired a guy in florida I and mean, we really feel like we're gonna do a lot more business with self and southern yeah and yeah i mean so i guess our core has been around herbicides and that leads us into a couple you know more new sulfentrazone products we're hoping to be the first ones in with a generic dismiss nxt that we're going to call loyalty right line loyalty 10 xt yeah. And right behind that will come another one, a proprietary dry sulfentrazone called Loyalty WDG. And also another herbicide that we're going to call Creedin. That's not sulfentrazone, but Creedin will be the first really true generic certainty herbicide with the full turf label and a couple different package sizes. So, yeah, we're, those are all supposed to be here in the first quarter of 2023. So we're ramping up and getting ready to sell at the high rates and short intervals i hear you high rates and short intervals that's what i love man <laughs> you're you're one-liners i was telling a guy i play golf with i said tim and his brother too your brother is is just as witty and quick which is is awesome you see y'all should do a stand-up thing at the conference and trade show which kudos to you i saw you donated some product for their uh charity auction that's right yeah this is uh, i think the third or fourth time we've done that and it's just a good way to give back we're giving away some nemomectin and some prohex which is our plant growth regulator and guys usually can buy that at a heck of a deal and it goes to a heck of a good cause and we're glad to be an eagle sponsor there so kudos for y'all for doing that and uh so you if if somebody's interested in right line products you can obviously look up rightlineusa.com and you can probably find a distributor in your area there correct right and my email and phone number is there too so people can call me if you uh you know we're fortunate i think we've got over 60 distributors in the united states now but if you're having a hard time finding the right line product just reach out to us directly or one of my area managers and we'll connect you to the distributors that can give you a good offer on great products all right so i want to ask you a question so one nothing i would think for an an owner and a, a creator of a product like you you have done so many it must make you proud when you see somebody doing it unsolicited how great this product has worked for them post, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, that does my heart good. And it's taken us a long time to get to that point where people are, are doing that. And yeah. I mean, even it's the trade shows now, like at the Carolina show, it's really heartwarming to have people come up and say, yeah, I use that product, uh, Nemomectin, and it really controlled my nematode problem or man that you know we've had people come up time after time and say that sulfon core product's the best product i've ever used on goosegrass and it's very rewarding you know i've been in this business a long time but this is actually the first time i've owned the business outright and to see it all come together and to see the company growing and the platform that we have to continue the growth it's very rewarding and you know i say this all the time i mean it's there's not a lot of companies in this industry where you can pick up the phone and talk to the owner or talk to people that, you know, really have a stake in this. And we're one of those companies. We still consider ourselves a small fish in a big ocean, you know, uh, 
yeah we try and be we try and be approachable to the end users in this industry and i think you talk to our distributors in this industry they say you know they'll tell you we're working this pretty hard and we're Johnny on the spot when it comes to questions or positioning your products, all that kind of stuff that goes with owning your own company. So I've, I've certainly been around when you've given your product talks to sales team and it's impressive. It, it, smart of a guy as you are, man, and everything you can just spit out your mouth at the, like it's nothing, but, uh, do you, you create those formulas too, correct? Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of them are just very similar or what we call V2s of the name brands that have been out there a while. Some of them, like Self and Core, are unique and proprietary, and we're the only ones that have it. So it's a it's a mix of different things for different markets, and yeah. we, we pride ourselves on package sizes, too. You know, we're the only ones that have the Prohexidine Calcium, our Prohex product, in a, in a resealable bottle, you know, a six-pound resealable bottle. Yeah. And we just feel like every time somebody uses that, it, the ease of use is so attractive that people just, they like it and they want that the next time they reorder. So that's been good. So we we try and listen to the golf course community and the lawn care industry, and we try and find out what problems they're fighting and try and give them solutions to fix those problems, whether it be herbicides, fungicides, insecticides, plant growth regulators, you know, right down the list, and it seems to be working. As you say, y'all kill stuff. You don't grow anything. You just kill stuff, right? (laughs) Well, I think control is a better word. Okay. There you go. You control things. Yeah. So uh, We solve problems. And you're still one of the main sponsors of Mr. Joe Galati's Talking Greenkeeper, correct? Yeah, we've been on there for almost two years now, and same deal. It's amazing how... We'll get people from parts of the country that uh, say, oh, yeah, we know you from here, or we've heard you about you there, and, and, and that's that's been good for us. You know, we don't have a big advertising or promotion budget, and right. it's good. You know, most of our story has been carried word of mouth, or, you know, uh, people use the product, they like it, they tell a lot of people about it. So. Well, you know you got a good one if that's happening. So, it'll, not that it hadn't caught on, but I think you all are going to blow up even – I mean, you've – You've blown up already, in my opinion. You know, uh, you've done so well, and you keep growing. So, kudos to you and everyone at your organization, my man. I appreciate that, and it seems like we're kind of getting over the hump. And uh, I think you're right. I think we've got uh, potential to continue the trajectory we've been on for the last two or three years. So. Well, thank you, and I appreciate y'all being part of this episode, my man. Well, thanks for having us, and look forward to hearing about your success with the new podcast. I appreciate it, Tim. See you, my man. Thanks, Alan. The Nationwide Insurance Group is aggressively pursuing a lawsuit against the entire women in turf team due to them continually breaking the grass ceiling. The suit should be settled before the women's open at Pebble Beach next year. Police were on scene recently when a salesman was shot and killed for, quote, just stopping by, end quote. Initial reports say it was self-defense and no foul play was suspected. This is a friendly reminder that you are not allowed to harm any sales reps when it's not EOP season. Since the development of the Live Tour and the controversy surrounding it, the GCSAA has asked that Greg Norman give back his 2018 Old Tom Morris Award. Paul McCormick, better known as the Mindful Super, has a new book coming out called Mindful Chicken Noodle Soup for the Superintendent's Soul. Get your copy at Borders or a Walden Books near you.
New to the third annual Sod Throwers competition will be a sprigging competition. Tiff Eagle Sprigs will be provided for contestants. Public service announcement. If you or someone you know has been recently diagnosed with depression after not appearing high enough on the Micah Woods list, please seek help immediately. As the labor shortage continues heading into the spring season, the Tennessee GCSA has announced a new intern program called Still a Superintendent. The interns will learn how to operate a moonshine still while also learning the ins and outs of being a golf course superintendent. After the conclusion of the January 6th, 7th, and 8th hearings, it has been determined that Bacteria Wilt was strictly a cash grab by universities. Dr. Mike Richardson from Arkansas has been named TurfNet's Sexiest Man Alive for 2023. With the success of Augusta National Women's Amateur, TV coverage will be simulcast on the Lifetime and Oprah Networks with hopes of attracting non-golfers. Candace Cameron Bure is said to be a new announcer. And that's what's not happening in the turf world. All right, coming in for our drive-by section today is going to be Dan Francis. See if we can't get old Danny on the phone. Alan Knight. What you doing? Dude, if this is a 15-minute segment for your podcast, I'm fresh out the shower. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're freshly out the shower, and it's going to be five minutes, but it is for okay. the podcast. So, <laughs> What time is What's it where up, you Tom? are? Three o'clock? Yeah, Eastern Standard. Same as you, huh? What did you do? Get, did you get muddy? What, what were you taking an afternoon shower for? Oh, well, you ain't been on the Twitter machine. I had to come home and split some wood. Oh, okay. No, I have not been on the Twitter yeah. machine. I've been talking with Dr. Mike Richardson for a little while. We're homesteading. Oh, he's a good kid. Yeah, he is a good kid. So let's, I'm calling you today. I want to talk about your inaugural, uh, I want to say GIS, but GCSA Conference and Trade Show. They call it CTS now, maybe. but a Field trip. Field trip. You taking field the, trip. You taking the missus with you? Uh, she's chasing me with the children. That's right. The children, a little she, bit later. Y'all can go to the mouse house after the fact, right? That's the one. Yeah. So what do you have planned for your first CTS? Oh, man. I got a couple good seminars. Okay. We're going to bang out the power hours. Oh, yeah. That's unnecessary. Got the Ohio room, which yeah. this one's good. The Ohio room is uh, Wednesday night, right? When all the chapters get together. Yep. Which is at the same location as Michigan and Tennessee as they get buddy-buddy at GIS. So y'all are sharing a, a facility. So a bunch of dudes there. Well, yep. yeah. Yeah, I guess I've never been, so I'm guessing there's more than one room. Well, the Carolinas and Georgia did a function together last year. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio and Michigan, I would think that would get a little testy, though, between the two schools and the fans. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it get a little jazzy. Okay. I believe that, especially when we're in the South where, where college football rules. Right. Well, I was right? talking about the – well, it's true. Yeah, Michigan and Ohio State. Mm -hmm. but, uh, I know you're a big Bengals guy. You and Thad been going back and forth, huh? Thad Thompson. Yeah, what about Man, Thad? Man, legend. He's, he's a bad kid. He's a bad kid? <laughs> yeah, he's a bad kid, but we love him. But we love him. That's right. Absolutely. So, doing some classes, doing on on grasses, on bugs. What are you doing about? No, man, I'm I'm good with my pesticide credits for the Ohio Department of Agriculture. Okay, 
through 2025. So I'm going down there for a little bit of personal and self development. <laughs> Good. I'm working towards uh, working towards my certification. Mr. Sutherland's taking me under his wing. So I guess that that's a thing, right? Well, congratulations, man. That's that's a big task, and I, no doubt you can do it. But good luck. Yeah, man, appreciate that. And then and then the other one, which is kind of silly, but uh, building relationships and self awareness. Dan Francis taking that class seems yeah. a little silly, but when you relate it to the golfers and the membership of your club, could be a great thing. Okay, I have no problem communicating with y'all. Right. You have trouble with it at your club? No, it's, you know it's 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 unique when you're at a member-owned golf facility. Do you ever get testy? And I've got three hundred to four hundred bosses. Right. That's. My, do you ever get testy when they want to know when the frost delays over? No, no. God bless them. The front of the house deals with most most of that. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's to the point now that the clubhouse knows when the frost is gone. But I've seen a super snap here and there over a frost, you know. Oh, I could see it happen. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad yeah, to hear. The one, the one, the one that gets me is is 24 hours prior to. Is there gonna be frost tomorrow? <laughs> Leave me alone, bro. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's it for CTS. You can walk the trade show floor. Trade show floor for sure. Looking to buy anything uh, or just learn. Nope. Well, I mean, I will have the company credit card, but I don't think that'll go over too well. Um, so, always, always trying to learn new things on the trade show floor. Yeah. And uh, got some golf plan. True story. Now, don't you go to that trade show. Don't go to that trade show floor and come back and get another cease and desist, okay? But, hey. I know. That was a bad joke, Al. My well, bad. Yeah. yeah we, we can edit that out, yeah. Alan Knight. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you have was, some golf. You have some golf. That plan. was low, don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I have some golf. I have some golf. Yeah, uh, Wednesday. I hope to play. Who is it? It's the boys, the Fireside, Matt Janella and the gang, Shipnuck. Uh, oh, really? Up, um, Look at you hobnobbing are, with the big folks. No, 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 no. Let me let me finish, mm. podcast host. Okay. I am uh, Winter Park Nine, right? About 15, 20 minutes from yeah. Orlando. Yeah. And those guys talk highly of that, so I'm trying to slide in there on a Wednesday. Okay, but you were name dropping uh, like you were teeing it up with them. I, I mean, I did slide into Janela's DMs. I hear we'll you. We'll see. I hear you. We'll see. He keeps he come, can take come, my money. That'd be a good time. He comes across my Facebook people you may know often. Oh, on Facebook? Yeah. Dang. Actually, I play a little game where I, the people you may know uh, – suggestions i just kind of scroll through and i'm like yeah i know them i know them i know them don't know them uh -huh. i do know them but i never <laughs> hit the friend button i don't blame you yeah i'm a weirdo but anywho so when you getting down when you get in orlando you have a date set 10 30 p.m on the fourth why saturday why getting in so late just to make the most of your day there at home 19 dollar flight bud you're come lying at come at me $19 flight. Where's that on the top of Pat Jones's van as he drives down? Oh, I will not be in Kaminsky class. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I hear you. Frontier. Frontier. Now, I'm telling you it's a $19 flight, but I ain't paid for my luggage yet. Right. They'll get so you hold on, on that. your horses. Yeah. Yeah. We should still be all right. Yeah. I hear you, man. You flying down by yourself? Yes. Okay. Well, cool. So, 
solo. Meeting 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 a bud down there. We're we're shacking up. I'm gonna try and run across you if I can while I'm I'll there. But, yeah. Uh. Well, man, thank you. Got you. some good blazers. Say what? You got some good blazers, plans? Good blazers for the trade show floor. I do have one new suit that I'll probably wear one day. Okay. So throw that. Nobody's seen it yet. Thank you, Dan. Be good, my man. Thank you, Big Al. Take care. All the love to your wife, family, and kids. Same to you, and I'll see you in Orlando. All right, Bubba. Bye, see you, man. See you, bye. I want to thank everybody for joining us this week. Uh, Dr. Mike Rich, Dr. Mike Richardson, I want to thank you, who is ranked number 21 on the Michael Woods Twitter list. What do you think about that ranking and the whole list in general? Well, that's a that's a that's a big question, uh, Alan. I'd say, um, you know, when that thing first came out, you know, five or six years ago, um, I was I was really surprised to see my my uh, account up there. And I I'll, I'll say this is, you know, I've been kind of in that twenty to twenty five range. Yeah, uh, I think every year on the list and. Of course, I don't understand what Micah does. He's, you know, doing some kind of magic with uh, statistics and, and, and all the, the evaluations that he does. But, yeah. um, Which if you he, know, it's – He spells it out. You can go see what he does. I'm not telling you, but I'm telling other people. He, he spells it out, and it's, uh, you know, he, he does a good job with that. It's impressive. Yeah, it's – I mean, it, he definitely uh, – it's it's a lot of work, and I think a lot of folks appreciate what he does. And I, and I do too. Um, you know, it's um, – to, to me, it's um, you know, Twitter for me is 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 about communicating what we do uh, at the University of Arkansas first and foremost. And I think over the years, I've gotten more into you know posting stuff about my dogs and my my cooking and and things like that that are a little bit outside of the world of turf which you know that's that's my my uh prerogative to do that but um you know i still think hopefully most people follow me because i post stuff about you know what's going what i see out in the industry or what's going on weather wise and things like that to try to you know provide information but um you know, I, one of the things I, I quickly did when I saw, you know, that I was, you know, when, it, when the first year, 20, whatever it was at that first year, 23 or something, um, I said, well, I'm going to use this to my benefit. And so I've, I've put that in my performance review every year with my boss. That, oh, you know, really? I was the number number 21 ranked, you know, turf oh, yeah. influencer in the world. Right. And I don't know that that matters to him, but – I'll keep putting it in there and say, yeah. Hey, you know, we're doing something here. That's, that's making an impact somewhere. So, um, it, it's, um, it's kind of cool. And, and, um, you know, I think, um, you know, being, being up on the list has, um, you know, introduced me to some other folks and, and people like yourself and, no and Paul Hurst and people like that, that I've become friends with through Twitter that, um, um, you know, it's, it, that's the great part about it is it's, created lots of lots of new relationships there's no doubt not I, I just listened to uh micah's podcast the atc after or double cut where he, he or office hours i can't after hours but paul was his guest and he talked and it made sense and i didn't know why this list was created but one year he was writing these blogs and one of them all of a sudden got 500 percent more than the other blogs and so he found mm-hmm. out he went and saw that dave wilbur had shared it on Twitter and 
realized that Twitter was a good platform, not for just saying I'm going to the bathroom, but also getting information out. And that's when he kind of he started ranking those due to that reason. Mm-hmm. But it's not just a popularity contest. I know it's somewhat, you know, seems like it is, but it really is a uh, influencer list. And it's interesting. I always – I don't ever look myself up. I don't even know if I'm on the list, to be honest with you, but uh, – I do enjoy looking at people like Jennifer Torres. She's jumped up there. Mm-hmm. I just saw her name, 33rd. You got Brian Lorentz, Golf Course Network, GCS, or Superintendent Network, made up to 30. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Ben, ben yeah. McGraw, you got Ben McGraw beat. He's, yeah. He's 27. Yeah, the only academic I can't get ahead of is uh, is, is uh, John Kaminsky, so yeah uh, that's my goal is if i can get ahead of him then i'll have arrived i don't know if i'm gonna help you there because every monday i'm gonna tweet out one of those singing pictures of him <laughs> hashtag number one turf twitter 2023 oh lord which he's already you, said you i'm gonna not- run out of pictures but i don't, I think he underestimates the number of pictures i have of him <laughs> well i can tell you alan the the, the morning i woke up and and but got in here and sat down with my cup of coffee and turned on Twitter and saw that <laughs> that one you did to me. It's like, oh my god, I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing. Or well, not, but it was. <laughs> I had to ease my way into it, and and certainly there are certain people I could just apologize to, like you and John, and uh, also Jim Kearns. He enjoyed his. Luckily, you know, it's one of those things where you do and ask permission later. So. Thank you, thank you for being a good sport. And that one song, I didn't want to trash it because your twitchy left shoulder. You know, I didn't want that to be a distraction, so I had just to call attention to the twitchy left shoulder. So, how's that left well, shoulder doing? Okay, it's it's doing fine. Good. My my uh, my dean's office retweeted that, so they must oh, have yeah. got a kick out of it. No, they did. They did. I <laughs> I got some traction out of that tweet. I promise you. So kudos and you do have a good voice but, uh, uh, yeah, yeah anything else doc you want to tell us about that that we don't know that we should know about the university of arkansas why should a student come there give them the sales pitch well, elevator yeah, pitch. Hey, well that's i appreciate that you know um we've uh we've had a um we're we're never in at Arkansas going to be you know uh, maybe a Purdue a, a Purdue or Penn State or or NC State we we will we'll never have a program as big as those but boy I tell you we've had some some just tremendous successes uh, of of kids that have gone through our program and um, gone through our graduate program and and so we, we've been real proud of the work we've been able to do here at Arkansas and, and um, you know one of the things that I'm I'm really grateful for is that um, we we've had a uh, our administration our our deans and and people in the experiment station and stuff like that have just they they've just you know consistently been supportive of what we've done over the years and and that that's you know that's made a big impact that we've been able to you know in good years and bad years we've been able to continue to you know press forward um, so, like I said, um, we, we certainly haven't graduated as many kids as Penn State, but yeah. boy, I, I tell That's you, right. I'll put any of the, any of those kids uh, that we've graduated up against a you know a Penn State or an NC State grad or a Clemson grad or whatever because they, they they've done some been some great students that have gone through here. Good deal, man. Uh, hold on, this I'm gonna take out this little pause because there's a question I had I don't want to forget. Damn, slipped my mind right there, Dan. Oh. Is it true that your students get to hang out with John Daly all the time? Or not all the time, but maybe once a year? Well, I mean, um, I just made that up, but it sounds good. You know, John Daly is, is, he's actually around here a lot. Yeah. 
Um, Barefooted I, I whiskey telling, bottle? Yeah. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day is that, you know, a lot of times he'll come to the football games and the basketball games. And, of course, John is a man of the people, and so he doesn't sit up in the skybox. He'll sit down there in the, you know, in the lower bowl, you know, right there in the middle of the crowd. Yeah. And when he gets up to walk out, you know, to go to the bathroom or get another beer, whatever he's going to do, right? you can't miss him. Yeah. I mean, you no, know, I he's know. huge, big, huge, you know, white Ric Flair hair, you know, right. everywhere, and beard. And yeah. and so it's, it's always a um, – it's you know it's always a pretty exciting moment when when john's around i'll, I'll tell you now, this I, I forgot little john daly goes there doesn't he to school he is he's actually on the yeah. golf team here yeah yeah he sure is oh so now yeah. i'll tell you one other story now this was this was the the closest my kids my students got to a brush with greatness is that we were uh, on a field trip for a lab one day at a course here just north of campus and we were out there looking at a green with um, with uh, the superintendent and the assistant talking about some stuff, and 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 then suddenly the radio uh, came on to the superintendent and said, you know, you guys might want to get off that green here in a few minutes, and and so we looked back to the tee box, and Willie Nelson was teeing off. What and. Those kids, you would have thought, man, you know, the president of the United States was back there on the tee. They were so excited and they wanted to go out. And it was like, okay, we got to get out of here. We're not going to go back there and bother Willie. But uh, Willie was out there playing golf. And Doc, that I don't was know. A, that's my man. I, I think I've seen him in concert <laughs> 11 times. I uh, probably somewhere near that myself. And I'm not going to lie. So my, my father passed away a couple of weeks ago. My mom's health is struggling. And I promise if Willie goes in 2023, I don't know what's going to happen. But. Well, um, I'm sorry to hear that about your parents. I'm dealing well, thank you. with a couple of el- elderly parents myself. That, uh, well, I knew you a were. Tough, tough slog. It is. Um, I, thought, I was expecting you to say John Daly was going to drive the green when you said Willie Nelson, my jaw dropped. But, <laughs> uh, I will say I met John Daly Jr., or the second, whatever they call him. Uh, he played in the Junior Heritage that we used to run, the Sea Pines Junior Heritage at Harbortown, and he was probably 14, 15 Wearing loud mouth, and you could, I mean, he was the same John, you know, little John you see now, the exact same kid, good kid. But I will say the last, one of my last few weeks at the SCGA, Anna Kornikova mom, her her mom called trying to get mm. her little brother, Alan Korn- Kornikova. And I was like, man. Uh, and I was leaving. I wasn't going to be at the tournament. But I, like, I used to be in love with Anna Kornikova, you know, way back then. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, she's a looker. Yeah, she was. She was. I don't know how much money she ever earned on the tour, but she yeah. certainly did okay. But Doc, yeah. I want to thank you for being here today, and I can't wait to stalk you and track you down in Orlando and have a beverage. All right, I'll I'll, I'll come by the uh, Carolinas night, and uh, we can uh, maybe chat then. Sounds good. I'll see you then, man. Thank you very much. All right, Alan. Have a great day, man. You too. Thank you, Doc. Man, I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode coming along on this journey dr mike richardson thank you right line right go check them out they've got a lot of great products thank you for sponsoring this show my man dan francis thank you for participating in the drive-by and thank you to steve post from charlotte north carolina area for providing that voice on the fake news the next recording won't happen until after cts yeah i said it right so if you see me down there flag me down i'm sure i'll have the microphones with me but we're going to leave you with a song as everybody travels to Orlando. Two, three, go!
Okay. 